He's got a beautiful backswing. Dad! Oh, he got all of that one. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Lay up with an iron into the hazard. Well, that wasn't quite what I meant, you know. Welcome into a special edition of the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Colby Powell, Taylor Williams. Sam Humphreys will be joining us momentarily. He's outside for the trophy presentation here at Prairie Dunes. And as I say that, Sam comes walking in the door. And with him comes walking Big 12 champion Austin Eckrode, who fired the low round of the day today here at Prairie Dunes. We'll let them get settled in here. And uh, Congratulations, Austin, my friend. Yeah, Thanks. absolutely. Congratulations. Big 12 champ. Thrilled to have you. You got your, your Big 12 champ shirt on. How's that feel? You know, OU's number one team in the country. You all are number three coming in, and you get it done with a one-shot win. Yeah, it feels really good. Um, we've had, uh, you know, all three teams that we're fighting for today. I mean, one seed's in the regional event. So, I mean, um, it shows how good we are. I mean, this course separates really well. Um, you can't can't fake it around this place. So, uh, yeah, that, that means a lot. Yeah, and, you know, one of the, uh, we were trying to get out there and follow everyone as much as we can, but I was on the, the green when you made your long putt on 16, which was, I don't know, might have been the putt for you for the tournament. Kind of oh, yeah. dive into that. What was it, about a 40-footer a with quite a bit of break on it? Obviously, that was right about the time, too, where the wind started to pick up as yeah. well. So kind of tell us what was going through your mind, because I know you probably didn't hit the approach shot you wanted to in there either. Well, yeah, I uh, had about 88 yards into the into the hole, and, you know, with how firm the greens were, how much it was blowing down wind, I needed to fly at about 72, 73 that was the number I had in mind out of the rough and uh, kind of slid up the face, came up about 40 feet short, and um, it was a break and right about a foot, and then all it needed to do was get on the other side of the hole and it start breaking back in, and um, it was rolling. And Initially, I thought I might have hit it just a hair too hard, but, I mean, it clearly wasn't. It was perfect, and um, it went in, and then Pearson ended up missing his putt So uh, from about – Six feet, so that was a huge momentum change right there. Yeah, and on a day when every shot mattered. We've got uh, Oklahoma State's Austin Eckrode here with us. Oklahoma State wins the team championship here at Prairie Dunes Country Club in Hutchinson, Kansas. Oklahoma State finishes at 11.29 as a team for the four-round event. Oklahoma one stroke behind at 11.30, and Texas one more stroke behind at 11.31. As you start coming down the back nine, I'm sure you're having conversation with your coaches and stuff, but you know in a tournament that's this tight, Every single shot matters. So as, as you had the weather delay at the turn, and then you have the wind really start to kick up, probably when you were on about 12 or 13, uh, the wind really started to kick up more than it was this morning. So, so what was your kind of mindset on the back nine, just trying to stay locked in on every single shot, knowing that it could come down to one stroke? Yeah, I mean, the whole day was a confusion. I mean, you know, you woke up not knowing if it was going to rain or not. Um, and then we had the rain delay at nine, which was kind of funny for me because I had just finished hole nine. Yeah. And so I walk off the, you know, blows the horn. I was following horn. Quay, yeah. and, and they didn't even get in the clubhouse. It was the shortest rain delay of all time. Oh, I know, but it was like a perfect little lunch break. I had a sandwich yeah. and then got back out there. But <laughs> it was enough time to look at the scores and see how tight it was. And um, so I saw the scores, you know, realized that the it was, I mean, basically a dead, dead tie at first. I mean, um, so you basically knew that every shot coming in was going to be, yeah. you know, the, the tournament. And, I mean, it went really well. So tell me a little bit about your team. You've obviously been trending in the right direction. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me a little bit about Bo Jin. He's a guy that I don't know a whole lot about, but obviously he's played some great golf this year. Uh, just tell me a little bit maybe about his personality, some things that people might not realize, and then tell them about his game and what they might expect to see uh, here coming up with the regionals and NCAAs. Yeah, Bo Jin is a great guy. I mean, he's 
sometimes hard to understand, but I mean, he is, <laughs> he is one of the nicest kids you'll ever meet. Yeah. And, um, he's, he's so in love right now. It's so funny, but his golf game has <laughs> gone, his golf game has gotten better ever since he had a girlfriend, which is rare for <laughs> some people. Of. Um, but so he's, a he's a great guy and his golf game. He hits it a long ways. Um, how, how about the shot he game. hit into 18? Which oh my. Gave him that won y'all the tournament. Punch. I mean, talk about how tough that shot is into the wind where that pin is at on oh. a tiny little shelf. Yeah. The green, I mean, you cannot go left of the hole. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, for him to – he ended up hitting a seven iron into that green. That's what I didn't want to do. That's why I hit driver <laughs> and uh, messed that one up. But uh, so he hits a seven iron, perfect shot, 12 feet behind the hole. I mean, as good as it could have been. I mean, and it was an, a very hard shot, went into off the right. So You know, you mentioned earlier about how on hole 18 you can't be left. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're all walking around, and it seemed like every pin out there was tucked to some <laughs> extent. It was either on the left, right, back, or front. So – and obviously with how undulating these greens are – with it being such a tight race, how did you how did you and your team come up with the fine line between attacking pins that were kind of tricky as opposed to playing for middle of the green and trying to make pars on certain holes? How, how did y'all, or you or your team, how did you kind of go about that process? Yeah, you know, we got the whole locations this morning. Um, you know, you can put them into your book and see what they are, but you don't really know until you get out there. Um, you know, the coaches went out and watched a few shots come into the greens. You know, if they're firm, if some are receptive, you know, it's kind of hard to, to tell whenever – beforehand um so we never really had a game plan it's just kind of when you have the right number whenever you feel like you can't attack uh you can do that but for the most part you're playing you know conservatively aggressive you know taking conservative lines but still swinging aggressively and um you know 15 feet that's a that was a really good shot today if you get it within 15 feet um which is very hard to do i mean this course is I mean, especially with the whole locations. And it wasn't just like they were tucked four off the right. It was tucked four off the right, but two steps and closer from that, it was a drop-off. So it was a false edge, two off the side. So, I mean, right. so yeah. hard to hit across. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember um, a couple groups in front of you, a um, gentleman from Texas Tech was playing with, with Quaid, and mm-hmm. he hit a bomb on 16, the hole that you made the long putt on. And he had about f- probably 50 yards in, mm-hmm. and he had to aim 15 feet left of the hole because oh, yeah. that's how severe the slope is. I mean, yeah. he had to land it left of the bunker and let it release. So, I mean, you can't just be throwing – it doesn't – it didn't seem to matter how close you were, you couldn't attack some of these pins out there no matter what. Yeah, I mean, they weren't very fast, but, I mean, they weren't sticking. I mean, you couldn't just throw something right at the hole and expect it to just stop there, you know. Um, you had to play for bounces. I mean, if the greens would have been extremely firm, I mean, this would have been a brutal week. But they had to slow them down because of the wind. Um, on Monday, if they would have been anything over what they were, we wouldn't have been able to finish. I mean, right. balls would not have stayed on the green. Right. I was yeah. wondering because a couple of years ago when they had Big 12s here, that the balls weren't staying right. still and everything. Um, and then, like, tell me a little bit about your mindset coming into uh, regionals and nationals and, and Big 12s, obviously. Like, obviously, you guys are team-oriented, but then you have the PGA Tour U as well. Is right. that on the forefront of your mind, or is it more in the back of your mind? And, um, and obviously, it, it – a tie for fifth finish isn't going to hurt you oh, at yeah. all, so that'll help. The um, you know, if you play well as an individual, you're doing good for your team, and I yeah. think that's a good mindset to have in college golf. Right. Um, so taking an ind- individual approach isn't a bad thing. Right. Um, it's a little bit different than basketball. You got to share the ball. I mean, you need to play good. Yeah. And um, PJ Tour University. I mean, it's been stressful all this year. I mean. Yeah. Literally decides how you play this summer. Uh, it's the schedule you have, and it doesn't change. You don't know until nationals. Right. But um, I'm in a pretty good spot. This week will definitely help. Um, so we'll see as it goes, but I mean, it's going to come down to nationals and, you know, you're just going to have to play well. You excited for the Walker cup next week? Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I think there was four of us maybe here playing. Uh, or three you, of us, you, Quay, three on the team. Cole, and who's the other one? Oh yeah. Four of us, Pearson. So four of us yeah, on yeah. the team. Yeah. 
and then um, Cooper Dossie's going as a uh, alternate. So we had five guys that were, you know, making the trip, and we leave. Uh, they all leave Saturday. I leave Sunday. Have you played Seminole before? Or will it be your first time? No, we went. Out, oh, us four Big Twelve guys. Oh, you uh, did play. We went out. We went out earlier this year, and um, or a couple months ago, a month ago, and. That uh, place is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. This sure place is great prep. Uh, yeah, I mean, Prairie Dunes here was awesome. Uh, Austin, we'll let you get out of here. Congratulations again, Oklahoma State. 2021 Big 12 champions. Congratulations. Thank you. It's Austin Ekro joining us here on the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. By the way, that's Big 12 champion Austin Ekro. as the Oklahoma State Cowboys once again get it done at Prairie Dunes Country Club here in Hutchinson, Kansas. And gentlemen, what a golf course. This is my first time up here at Prairie Dunes, and it is just an unbelievable Perry Maxwell design. Those guys had, had their work cut out today. The Big 12 did not do them any favors with the pin placements. There was a rain delay right at the turn. There was, uh, you know, 20-mile-an-hour winds kicking up on the back nine. And it made for incredible drama where Oklahoma State finishes one shot ahead of Oklahoma, Oklahoma one shot ahead of Texas, and Cole Hammer on the individual side for Texas finishes one shot clear of Quade Cummins for Oklahoma and Bo Jin for Oklahoma State. It, it was just a phenomenal tournament at an unbelievable golf course. Man, boys, I tell you what, I've especially since we started with, with the 73rd Hole podcast, I've watched a lot of golf on television and in person. And this is some of the best golf I've seen in a long time from on any level. I mean, the the the... the the amount of great golf that was played today is um, – people do not understand, and I, I didn't understand even – pictures cannot do it justice how severely sloped these greens are. And they're fast, and I know Austin was talking about how they had to slow them down to, to contribute to the wind, but with how, with how undulating they are, I mean, it's – it was crazy some of the pins I saw out there. Like like I had mentioned, you're 50 yards from the green, and you can't even aim at the pin. And, you know, I, I'm, boys, I couldn't imagine what this course would be like playing on uh, on Monday whenever it blew 30 up here. I mean, it just – it seemed like to me, like we had talked about before, there's not that many trees on the course, but all the trees that are are right on the tee boxes, which all that does is just confuse you on what direction the wind's blowing. So, right. I, I, you know, I think everything about this course is great. And, you know, it's so funny because, you know, like, like I mentioned before, I've com- you know, compare this course to, to – Southern because they're both Perry Maxwell's, but they're so drastically different to me. I mean, I, obviously you see similar characteristics between both of them with the the green undulations, but the native area here compared to the tree line. I mean, it's almost like an apple and oranges comparison. In yeah, all honesty, no doubt. And I followed Quade uh, for most of the day. Uh, first of all, I hope everyone enjoyed our tweets and our and our coverage of the tournament. Um, and it, and for anyone who hasn't hasn't seen it, make sure to go to the seventy third hole Twitter, or we've got everything posted on our Instagram story as well, and we'll post a little um, story caption right under our bio. So if you want to. See any of the shots from the tournament that we were able to see, you'll be able to check it out anytime you want. Right. And so, um, yeah, like you guys were mostly following OSU in Texas, and I was following OU. And, uh, and Quaid, uh, you know, the course, first of all, the greens definitely softened up which uh, helped the scores today because the scores were way lower than any of the other three rounds. Um, but it, when, what I saw from Quaid was he was actually hitting uh, some great approach shots and giving himself looks uh, for birdie, and he just could not make a putt. There's just these subtle breaks in the greens, especially with the pin locations that they had. Uh, the, the pin locations um, were not only hard from out of the fairway, and they were up on some uh, false fronts and some ridges, like you said, um, but also the subtle breaks in the greens as well uh it made made it really tough and and Quaid ends up shooting four under one shot out of out of first uh to tie with Cole Hammer and 
ends up, I mean, it, dude, he probably had four, five, four putts that I distinctly remember either lipping out or right in the jaws. Uh, so um, he's definitely uh, on top of his game right now. And Quaid, I, I guarantee you, I was watching him during that trophy presentation too. Uh, and and um, he's going to definitely use that as motivation coming up for regionals and uh, nationals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you mentioned, with Quaid, friend of the show, and now uh, friend of the show, Austin Eckert, both going to be on the Walker Cup team next week. So make sure that tune into that and you know I caught up with Quaid on about hole 15 um that's kind of where the the um junction on the course is um because we were following Hammer and Bo Jin and um and for anyone who hasn't 15 is I mean it it's a par three with a shoot that's like Augusta number 18 where you have to just thread the needle perfectly and this was right when the wind was picking and, and, up and today guys. it was playing 204 so I watched about seven groups come through number 15 I could see 14 in the back I could watch the tee shots on 16 and the pin was right on top of the false front yes and so whatever and, and the, if two, those, 204 on the scorecard dead into the teeth of what really kicked up to probably about a 20 and, mile an hour right and a little uphill even, too but there wasn't yeah. much wind especially when Quaid was playing it when those when yes. OSU played it there, uh, the wind kicked up a little bit more more, uh, but those guys are hitting long irons into that hole, and there's no way to get it close to that flag unless you mess with that false front and try to hit it into the false front, which no one uh, is going to try to do. You know what I mean? And and, and try to get it close. And Quaid actually hit a really solid shot there just to get to 30 feet. It landed right by the pin. Quaid and Eckrode hit the two best shots. I saw. I watched seven groups come through 15. In seven groups, playing twosomes, I saw zero birdies, and I probably saw seven or eight bogeys. I mean, it was playing really tough when the wind kicked up. Uh, And now you look at the, the standings here. Cole Hammer gets it done as an individual, uh, taps in for par there on 18. He got a little loose with a couple bogeys on 14 and 15, bounces back with a really nice birdie uh, on 17. He had a kick-in birdie after he missed about a 10-footer for Eagles. So it was a good win for Cole Hammer. And then Quade Cummins and Bo Jen finished T2. So as far as PGA Tour U goes, we talked a little bit uh, with Austin Eckrode about it. He actually winds up in solo fifth this week. Quade Cummins is T2 right there with Bo Jen. Garrett Reband for Oklahoma. Uh, he got himself in some trouble today, plugged in a bunker on number two, ended up making a, a uh, quadruple bogey seven. He finishes tw- T22 on the day, uh, and they did they oh, you did have to take that 73 and ends up losing the team event by a shot. I will say, Ryan Hibble, as always, all class. After the tournament, Oklahoma State standing around getting ready for the team picture. Coach Hibble walks up, shakes every member of the Oklahoma State team's hand, uh, extends his congratulations. So, always all class uh, from Ryan Hibble, and I know OU will remember this feeling that they're feeling right now come time for the national championship because uh, I, I know I, I could see it on their faces after the tournament. It, it hurt that they uh, lost Absolutely. it by a shot. And uh, t- three more guys, really, that I want to that I want to touch on that impressed me today. One was Amon Gupta on 18. He had a great up and down uh, that literally won them the tournament as well, um, and and chipped it up there to about kick in range. And then uh, a guy that I followed all day, uh, Ludwig Aberg. So. This guy is one of the most talented guys that I've watched in a long time. He, you can tell the guy just knows how to swing the golf club. From, from Texas Tech. From Texas yep. Tech that Quaid was playing with today. He, he can um, bomb it and if he catches it. Obviously, he had an up-and-down round today. Uh, he had six bogeys and then four birdies and an eagle. The, the, <laughs> so. the shot he hit in the 17, and it's kind of funny because it was like 17 is a par five, but it was playing straight downwind. And they, these guys were hitting wedges and, and short irons into it. And uh, and what was the Texas kid, text kid's name? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Ludwig Aber. Ludwig, Ludwig Aber. He had one of the best shots I, I saw in there, hit it to about four feet and made an eagle. And the second best shot I saw in that hole was, was Cole Hammer, and I'm surprised uh, that he didn't make his eagle putt. But looking back on it, I think 17 will be a hole that, that Quaid kind of kicks himself on because 
you know, he he hit his second shot over the green, hit a really good chip down there to about five feet, and then wasn't able to capitalize on the birdie. So I mean, Quaid finishes one back as an individual, and he really could not get anything to drop today. If he'd yeah. gotten any momentum with the putter, Sam, he'd have won this thing by multiple shots. It's just that's golf, man. Some days they just burn the some days they go in, some days they burn the edges. No doubt. And then another guy that I got to see a lot today was Logan McAllister uh, from Oklahoma City as well. You know, um, plays, plays for Oklahoma. Yeah, plays for OU, and and he shot 68 today. Um, obviously, a tough double bogey on 18. However, you know, he made five birdies and two bogeys on that course today. That was that was really good playing. I was really impressed with his uh, with his up and down on 12. He hit it behind the trees on 12, had to hit it into the bunker on the left because he was behind the trees, hit his bunker shot out to 30 feet and canned it and then gave his coach a big high five. You know, they, they wanted it bad today. Um, and, and you could really tell that Logan McAllister showed up to play, even though he didn't get it to go his way on 18. He's going to be a big factor come regionals and NCAAs. Yeah, absolutely he will. Uh, parting thoughts, guys. Just a quick show today to recap the Big 12. Oklahoma State wins. Cole Hammer wins as an individual. Parting thoughts, as we call it today. All right, since this is your first time here, Colby, and this is kind of my first time that's got the course Sammy played here before, let's say it. What's your favorite hole out here? Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. There are a lot of good ones. Do you have one off the top of your head, Sam? I love 17. I, I absolutely love it. 17 a really good hole. Yeah, it's a good hole. And like uh, Eckroat was saying outside – uh, before we got in here, he was talking about how the last uh, couple days he's gone driver driver on that hole because it was dead into a thirty mile an hour wind. Wow! And then today they had like eight irons in and seven irons in, and so it was it was a really interesting hole. Uh, and and it, a lot of it depends on the wind, but I love a hard or I love a easier par five that has a hard green and a hard uh, you know around the green and false front and everything, uh, so to where it's not just an automatic birdie. Yeah, and oh go. Go ahead, Colby. I was just going to say, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I could probably pick five or six holes out here as my favorite, but you and I spent a lot of time off over the back of number eight green. I was going to one number of eight was a phenomenal hole. And, you, you know, uh, Ken McLeod with Golf Oklahoma, he was telling us earlier that Arnold Palmer called it one of his favorite holes in the world. And it's just, man, it's, it's a long tee shot. You have to hit driver. It's fairly narrow, too. Yeah, it's fairly narrow up there. Native grass on both sides. It's an uphill, elevated approach shot to a green with a ton of undulation. Uh, eight, eight is just a phenomenal golf Well, hole. I remember when we were going through watching it, Colby. Um, the I can't remember which group it was. OSU in Texas. OSU guy flies at twenty yards shorter than the Texas kid does, and the OSU guy lands on the downslope and rolls thirty on yards shot, on yeah. the tee shot. Yes, yeah. and and the Texas kid lands right in the hill that's twenty yards in front of where the OSU kid land, and his ball literally has backspin and rolling backwards. So I mean, it, it just goes to show how undulating these lies can be in the fairway. But you know, I like number eight. I, it, that one is definitely up there. But man, this hole right outside the clubhouse here—it's simple part three. I mean, I say simple. Number ten right here guys is such a phenomenal hole. hole it's um, a great hole in the, the setting the, the right by the clubhouse here, yeah the par threes out here are phenomenal and number 10 t-box is really cool too with the wall yep. right behind it's kind of walled off right there on the t-box really 15, cool 15 obviously with the shoot tee shot yeah and two's and, a great hole yeah absolutely so it's four those are all par threes the par threes <laughs> out here are phenomenal this is an unbelievable and, goal, and number three is a pretty good hole too that was about 340 yards yeah, on the risk tips reward or risk reward par four i actually think it was playing closer to about 310 today so, yeah, risk-reward par four. And one of the things that I noticed is the fescue grass. is it, It's really impressive how lush it was today, too, after the tough winter. Um, obviously, I bet a lot of courses in Oklahoma wish they had that type of grass right now uh, because they're having trouble growing it back in after everything that happened this winter. Yeah, no doubt Absolutely. about it. Um, it, was, it was a great tournament. I mean, you talk about drama down the stretch. I'm so glad we made the trip up today. We literally awesome. decided on the show yesterday yeah. that we were going to come, and I'm really glad we did, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think we 
change the game a little bit, boys, on the on the Twitter sphere. Yeah, I mean, if you're not following us now, we, uh, I mean, some people, some people found out what we're about today. As we, I mean, nobody covered this tournament the way we did. We, yeah. uh, we, we literally, we literally showed every shot for the last, you know, in the final group yeah. uh, for Hammer and um, Bo yeah, Jim. We, we had mean, Hammer and Jen basically from uh, 14 all the way in. We had pretty much every shot being shown and yeah. some shots earlier in the round as well. And so. I want to give a shout out to Eddie Radosovich's guys over at Sooner Scoop too. Yep. They were out here. They were recording some of it as well but other than that you know there's there's no real way to get golf content you know so the 73rd holes where to be yeah absolutely so uh looking forward to some regionals coming up and then the national championships uh obviously here in just a few short weeks walker cup next weekend for austin eckrote and quade cummins so they've got more important golf before they play even more important golf so great tournament today a lot of drama down the stretch in both the individual and team portion of the big 12 championships short show today but i want to give a uh, quick shout out to our great sponsors diffie ford lincoln uh just about 15 minutes west of the metro on i-40 in el reno and then mccray roofing give them a call uh they'll get you taken care of they do it absolutely the right way. Big thanks to Austin Ekro for taking a few minutes out of his day before he heads back to Stillwater to talk with us here. And uh, just shout out to this golf course, all, all the players, all the teams. It was an unbelievable event that the Big 12 put on here in Hutchinson, Kansas. Yeah, thank you Prairie Dunes for hosting this tournament. It was phenomenal to watch and me and Cole, we were kind of talking. We kind of hoped that the uh, the PGA or the uh, Big 12 championship can kind of filter between Southern Hills and uh, Prairie Dunes. Just kind of flip back and forth each year. Absolutely. I know it's the, the next time it's here, I'll be making the drive once again. Thanks everyone for listening and congrats again to Oklahoma State for winning the 2021 Big 12 Championship. Thanks for listening to the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma.